in the wake of this COVID-19, I just felt the need to just do this particular podcast series as a means to encourage your heart and also to charge you. So I just want us to consider in times like this, in times like ours, when we're rounding up the year 2020, one of the words the Lord brought us was from Revelation chapter 21, verse 5. And the Lord was really assuring us that he is on the throne, even in the year 2020. And little did we know that this is what we'll be going through in the year 2020. And the heart of many has been troubled. So in this series, my intention is to make it an informal series. So I want us to quickly look at in times like this. And today, let us quickly look at let your roots go deep in Christ. What must be your disposition? In time like this, in time when the nations are at rage, in times where there is fear and panicking and anxiety in the hearts of many, each and every one of us have experienced a kind of fear in the midst of this pandemic that is upon our world. Yet, as Christians, our fears, our concerns must not cripple us. They must rather take us to the Lord. And I know there are many messages that are going on on social media platforms, in the news and what have you. And it is so easy to engage our hearts on the various feeds that are going on. You know, like a saying says, garbage in, garbage out. So what we are feasting our souls on at this time is very, very important. For me, I believe a time like this is a time to shun many things, particularly news. We must be up to date, I agree, but let's be up to date as less as possible so that we can be up to date with God. God has the details of what is happening in our world and is still reign, he rules over the affairs of men. So let us use this season to know God the more, to engage him the more, to show him to our watching world, our troubled world. So let us see what should be your attitude as a Christian woman in a time like this. One, you must let your roots go deep into Christ Jesus. There is no better time. There is no greater time for every believer to allow the roots of their lives to go deep and deeper and deeper into the Lord Jesus. Let us read Colossians chapter 2, verse 6 to 10. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him. Are you saying, have you received the Lord Jesus? This is the time to walk in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounded therein with thanksgiving. If all of our going to church for years, for months, I don't know how long you've been a Christian. If your going to church is successful, this is the season to leave it out. Who would have thought that churches would be shut down? Who would have thought that we won't have the privilege to meet face to face? But if indeed all the years, all the months that we've all been going to church is effective, it's successful, this is the time to let the word see. This is the time to now continue to allow your roots to be built up in the Lord Jesus. 
if you have claimed to know the Lord Jesus, in this season of uncertainty, of great panic across the globe, it is a time for you to allow your root to grow deep into the Lord Jesus. Verse 8, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Is that not so true? Of our time, there have been all sorts of gimmicks, all sorts of myths that has been going on, all sorts of stories, all sorts of things that have been posted on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on WhatsApp, all sorts of messages that are going around in a time like this. But the Bible says, in time like this, do not allow yourself to be spoiled through philosophy, through vain deceit, through the tradition and the rudiment of this world. It is time to allow your roots to go deep into Christ Jesus. Verse 9 now says, For in him, in Jesus, who ought to, whom you ought to let your roots go into, in him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and you are complete in him, which is the head of principality and power. And I dare to say that even COVID-19 submit to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus. So if there's anything you want to do at a time like this, let your root go deep into the Lord Jesus. Listen to what the government of your nation is saying. Comply with the rules and regulation that the government is putting in place. It is for your good. It is for your safety. God puts our government in place to help us in a time like this and make sure you are allowing your root to go deep and deeper into the Lord Jesus. And how do you do that? Engage in his word. This is the time to read Bible. Many of you are to stay at home, isn't it? So don't just stay at home following all the various news feed. Instead, listen to the Bible, play the Bible, engage in the word of God. That is the only source, the only means of encouragement for such a time as this. Let your roots, let your thoughts, let your vision grow deep into the Lord Jesus. Amen.
again to this special podcast series as we are in a time of need we are in a time of trouble and our only hope is the lord jesus and god has given us each other to bring comfort and encouragement to each other hence the reason for this particular series it's an informal series and yesterday i was telling you to let your root go deep into christ there is no better time for you to find your root in christ jesus it is not enough you've always heard me say this that it is not enough to go to church and this is the time indeed to prove if going to church has benefited your life we shouldn't be moaning that we are not gathering where are we going to grow actually the role of the church is to prepare you to be able to stand strong even in the midst of what is happening now so this is the time to now take all you've learned in your years of going to church take it back into your closet and keep finding root into christ get your notes that you've written get them out meditate on them review them this is the time to allow the root of your life to find depth in jesus you know the root of a tree is what gives a tree even the nutrient that the tree needs isn't it so as long as the tree is connected to the root the tree have hope of survivor so this is the time to make sure you are not a tomatoes christian what do i mean that is easy to uproot but rather a christian whose root go deep and deeper into christ jesus like an oak tree amen so today i want to talk to you about focusing your heart on the will of god for your life at a time like this at a time of great uncertainty at a time of great trouble across our nation and across the nations what must be your response in a time like this your response as a christian woman is to focus on god's will for your life if you have been working with god for the last weeks months or years you should have come to the point of knowing what is the will of god for your life because in time like this we are threatened with fear, with oh, what will happen this and that. But this is the time to engage our thoughts in what the will of God is for our lives. And I'm just going to share a little bit of story from Luke chapter 13, verse 31 to 33. And it reads, The same day there came certain of the Pharisees, saying unto him, Get thee out and depart hence, for Herod will kill thee. Now this is the Lord Jesus when some pharisees came to him this was after some people came at the very beginning of this Luke 13 telling him about the jews that were slaughtered in the temple and also how jesus responded but anyway here now there are a set of pharisees who came to the lord jesus and they said to him get yourself out of here because herod will kill you as if they were saying to him jesus there is a threat on your life if you don't live here this that is going on around the world is going to slaughter many of you many of us are hearing isn't it the many people are saying maybe about a million people may have to die and this and that maybe about so 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 amount of people may have to contract this covid 19 and all sorts of things that have the capacity to put fear in our hearts but we see the lord jesus here in verse 32 he said unto them, Go ye and tell that fox 
Behold, I cast out devils, and I do cures today and tomorrow, and the third day I shall be perfected. Nevertheless, I must work today and tomorrow and the day following. It cannot be that a prophet perish out of Jerusalem. So what do I want to encourage you with from these particular verses? Jesus, having been threatened with the news from Herod, the Pharisees having brought Herod's news to Jesus, that look, your life is at risk. Get yourself out of fear. But Jesus said, well, Herod may be threatening my life, but may I say to you, Herod do not have the final say over my life. Jesus said, this is the will of God for me. Today, I am to cure devils and cast out devils, even today and tomorrow. And then the third day I shall be perfected. So how do I see Jesus responded to what the threat from Herod was? He reinstated the will of God for his life. That's of today, the plan and the purpose of God is that he will do cures, he will cast out devil before his journey to Calvary. So what am I saying? In a time like this, you need to refocus your heart on what you know is the will of God for your life. As things are happening right, left, center, as you are hearing all sorts of news, this is not the time to engage the many negativity. But rather, this is the time to focus your heart on the God of the universe and his will, his purpose for your life. He has put believers here to be light in the midst of the darkness. And we see Jesus. He said, whatsoever the threat of Herod is, is nothing but a fox. So the fear around our world, they are real. And I'm not saying they are not real. I was fearful at a point also. But my fear took me back to the Lord. I have a vulnerable person in my family and you know that makes you somehow. But again for me, it is a privilege to go back to the creator of the universe. And for you also, this season, this time that we find ourselves in this our generation, is a time to know the will of God for your life. You know, what is coming to my heart is in Ephesians chapter 5, even though I wasn't planning to read this, but let me read Ephesians chapter 5 from verse probably 14, and I'll read 15 and 16 and 17 probably. It says, Wherefore he saith, Awake thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. So maybe you don't know the will of God for your life. This is the time to awake to God, to know what is his plan for you and your household. And then verse 15 says, See then that you walk circumspectly. In the NIV UK, it says, Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Verse 16, Making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. We are living in evil days. So this is the reason why we need to know the will of God for our life and affirm that and reinstate that to our hearts, to ourselves. That God has a plan. God has a purpose for our lives. And then verse 70 says, Therefore, don't be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. There is no better time to know what is the will of God for our individual lives, for our household, and even for our generation in the midst of this coronavirus that threatens 
our word. And I am praying that the Lord will find you a believer who is understanding, who is knowing what the will of God is for their lives, even in this time. It is time for us to show the glory of our God. For the scripture says in 1 Peter 2, that we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, to show the glory of the one who called us from the dominion of darkness into his marvelous light. Know the will of God just as Jesus did. And because he knew the will of God, he was able to respond to the threat upon his life, to the threat upon his health, even in the days of Herod. He was able to say, today, this is God's goal for me. This is God's plan. Do you know the plan of God for you? I am praying that the Lord will help you not to get into fear, but rather allow the concern, the fear, the trouble that we are facing in a time like ours to take you back to God that you may know what is his will, what is his purpose, what is his plan for your life. Amen. So thank you so much again for still joining me on this particular series in times like this. It is an informal series as I felt I should respond to our listeners in a time like ours. And I am praying that the Lord will encourage your heart. You will let the root of your life to go deep into the Lord Jesus. That instead of focusing on the many news that are passing by in this time, you will focus your heart on what the will of God is for your life. Like I said, comply with the government instruction in whichever nation that you live in. Don't be a disobedient citizen. You must be a Christian by example. We've been told to keep our hands washed regularly. Do that 
actually the God of the universe, if you read through the Bible in the times of the children of Israel, when they were in wilderness, you will see how they were given rules and regulation, hygiene rules. So what our government have told us to keep clean and uh, your respiratory rules when you sneeze, things like that, do keep to these rules. They are important for you and for the well-being of those around us. And having kept the rule, focus your heart on Christ Jesus. So today I want to talk to you that in the midst of all that is going on in our world, set your eyes on Jesus. I want us to look at the scriptures in Matthew 14, verses 22 to 30, which tells the story of Peter, whom Jesus asked to come to walk upon the waters. So I will quickly read again Matthew 11, 22 to 30. And straight away, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him onto the other side, while he sent the multitudes away. And when he had sent the multitudes away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray, and when the evening was come, he was there alone. But the sheep was now in the midst of the sea, tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is the Spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straight away Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water to go to Jesus. 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and beginning to sink. He cried, saying, Lord, save me. I think this scripture is a, a typical example for us in our time. Jesus, having fed thousands, now decided to go and spend time alone with God and sent his disciples to go to a particular place. Why Jesus constrained them to a boat and they were on their journey? What happened? There was storm in the sea. In verse 24, the Bible says the ship was now in the midst of the sea. Tossed with waves. Are we not tossed with waves in our time now? We see there is the waves of coronavirus across our world, flowing from one country to another. And this wind has been contrary. Many lives have been claimed. I have wept. My heart has been heavy over what we are seeing, even in our generation. And then the Bible says in this Matthew 14, verse 25. In the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to his disciples and he was walking on the sea. So apart from the fear of the wind, you know, that was affecting the disciples in the boat, here now is a human walking on the waters. And that kind of compounded the fear in the heart of these disciples. And I love the response of the disciples because for me, it shows that they were humans. They were real with their fear. You see, in verse 26, the Bible says, and when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit. So there was fear in their heart. And you see, even by the time Jesus responded to them, Jesus said, be not afraid. That tells you that they were afraid, as many of us are, due to COVID-19 news that we are seeing all around us. But for us now, as we see Peter, 
He said, if it is you, the Lord Jesus, for the Lord Jesus said, it is me, don't be afraid. Then Jesus said, if it is you, why not ask me to also come upon the waters? And Jesus said, come. And Peter started walking on the waters. But the Bible says in verse 30, when Jesus saw the boisterous wind, what happened? He was afraid again and he started sinking. But while he sank, he cried out to the Lord for help. So in the midst of all we are hearing, we are seeing in the news, some of you walk in earth sector and you are seeing lives slipping off just like that. And there is huge fear. Set your eyes on the Lord Jesus. Like I said, this is the time to indeed be up to date as, as in news, but do it to the minimum. If you have listened to the news once, don't keep listening to it again and again. Let the word of God saturate your heart. Set your eyes on the Lord Jesus. Don't focus on everything that you see. No. For the moment Peter began to look at the boisterous wind, he began to sink. As long as we are looking at Jesus, the thought, the news that is going around us will not affect our heart. We need to keep a sound mind in a time like this. Sometimes the news we are hearing could be what we kill many actually before even COVID-19. So we have to be Christian women who are looking unto Jesus, looking into his word, gazing into his wonderful face. As we do that, the things of this world will go dim even in our eyes. I am praying that rather than focus on the boisterous wind of COVID-19, may you focus your heart on Christ who walks upon waters. Amen.
So welcome back again to Women in Revival podcast, particularly to this special series. I am praying that in time like this, in time of this great trouble across our world, I am praying that we will know what the will of God is and engage our heart with the will of God. So I began to ask, what should be our disposition in times like this? And last time, I was saying we need to gaze our eyes on the Lord Jesus. We need to let him be our vision. Not the things we are reading in the media. Listen to news as little as possible. Don't let it be what you are focusing your heart on again and again and again. It has a way of disrupting your heart. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. And make sure that your treasure is not the news that you are hearing but much more the Lord Jesus himself. So today, I want to say to you that in time like this, you want to set your mind on things above. Set your mind on things above. Set your mind in heaven where there is no COVID-19, where there is no coronavirus. Set your mind on Christ and him crucified. Let me quickly read the book of Colossians chapter 3 and I will read verse 1 and 2. It says, if ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ seated on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. So we are seeing the Lord saying to us that as many of you who have experienced the death and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, in a time of this great difficulty and uncertainty that we are facing as a generation, what must we do? We must seek things that are above. And it gives us an example. It says, where Christ seated. What are the things above? Even though my Lord Jesus is not things. Christ dwells above. Focus your heart on the Lord Jesus. Focus your heart on his death at Calvary. Listen to messages that speaks of the Lord Jesus. Read the scriptures. Read the New Testament. Read the Bible that points back to the Lord Jesus. Read scriptures about the God of the universe. Discover God in a newer way. Focus and meditate on the names of God, the creator of the universe. Is God Elohim? Is our Jehovah Elohim? Focus on him as the creator of all things that ever existed. This is the time to set your mind on things above. So set your affection. Don't let your affection be on the news feed. But much more, let heavenly things be your affection. Look up to the song that they sing in heaven. Revelation 4 tells us how the angels, the cherubim, how they are singing and worshipping the God of the universe. That is what you want to set your heart on in a time like this. Listen to hymns, listen to psalms, listen to songs, worship the Lord in the beauty of his holiness. These are the days that we need to set our mind on things above. For as a man thinketh, the Bible says, so is he. If you preoccupy your mind with the many events that are going on, you will soon cripple yourself, to be honest with you. There are many messages on WhatsApp one nowadays. You don't have to open all of them. And if you do, you don't have to read all of them. Delete them straight away. Keep your mind sanctified. Keep your mind pure. Focus your heart 
on Christ and Christ alone. Don't allow the news of COVID-19 to become an idol in your heart. Let Christ take his place and his place alone. I love the song that we have been singing throughout this series. This is my father's word. And I want you to rest your mind in the fact that whatsoever seems to be happening in this world presently, heaven rules. God rules over the nations. God rules over the earth. God rules over sicknesses and over diseases. And I am praying that you will set your mind on him and not on the prevailing circumstance of our world. Pray on it. Take the matter to the Lord as I have been doing also. Ask the Lord for mercy over our generation. Ask him to intervene. Ask him to awake us the church. Ask him to help us to do what is appropriate in a time like this. And I am praying that you will indeed set your mind on things that are above and not on the prevailing news of the coronavirus. Amen. Amen.